Hola, hello. Thank you for tuning in to Mujeres in the Know. I'm so excited to bring you the first episode of season two for the Mujeres in the Know podcast. And I have two super special, super amazing guests on this episode. The guests are Maelia and Maria Luisa Salcines, a mother-daughter duo, and they are authors of their new children's book, You Can Do It, Chickadee. Maelia is also Miss Rio Grande Valley, USA for 2019 and Miss Heart of Texas for 2020. She's also a co-founder of the nonprofit organization called Mental Monarchs. They're dedicated to sharing knowledge and spreading awareness on mental health issues, especially in the Latino community. And Maria Luisa is the author of Little Things Remembered. She's also the co-author of Maggie's Visit to the Playroom, Playtime for Molly, Matt's in Trouble Again, and Matt Otra Vez en Problemas. She's also a contributing writer for the New York Times best-selling series Chicken Soup for the Latino Soul, where three of her stories were published, and Chicken Soup for Moms Know Best. So let's go ahead and ask some questions, learn more about their book, and let's get to know them better. Can you tell us more about your new children's book, You Can Do It Chickadee, and what was the inspiration behind creating the book? Well, the inspiration for creating this book came from Maelia's struggle with anxiety and depression and everything she went through to overcome it. For me as a writer, storytelling is a powerful tool in raising awareness of a subject. And so our picture book will help children and their parents understand depression by reading how Chickadee struggles with her depression. Every day, Chickadee has to decide to get up from bed, eat and take her pills, and when she doesn't, even when she doesn't feel like it. And so it's written in a way where children can see that they have to take one step and two step and three step and four step at a time, that it's, things are not overcome quickly. It takes a while until eventually you can handle your depression. Definitely. And can you tell us how it was for you during the process of creating the book? Were there like ups and downs or was it a pretty smooth process? The process of creating the book itself was easy because of we were writing in the perspective of what I went through um, having depression and then what my mom went through as well. And we kind of combined the two and we want to just help educate children and parents struggling with whatever they're going through kind of informing them like, hey, it's okay, like your child is acting this way or yourself and that you can see a therapist and you can take medication for it and it'll all be well. Definitely. And I was wondering, do you feel that depression and anxiety has become a serious matter for generations Y and Z? Or has it been this serious but just never really addressed? I think that depression and anxiety has always existed. But studies are, are, do show that more children are suffering from depression today than, any, than ever. No one really knows why. Sometimes people think it's social media and the stress and you know the pressure that children feel today. But I also think that it might be a generational thing about not talking about it. I don't know if you agree with me, Maya. I like, do agree because I feel like social media does have a positive role in this in the sense of us being able to use that platform and talk about what we're going through. And I feel like a lot of people have taken note of that and have also come out. So maybe that's why we're seeing more cases of it now as to back then. And also I do think my generation and Generation Z are also more open in that sense, yeah. more open to talk about um, their struggles and everything we're going through. Also like in the Hispanic culture, for sure, it's uh, very stigmatized as well. So I think that goes into play. Yeah, our generation, Natalie, didn't talk about anything, you know, like your problems and the things you you went through were kept to yourself. It was private. And so 
a lot, I think a lot of people struggled through all kinds of problems, not just mental illness, but anything they went through by themselves, because it, you know, you suck it up, you deal with it and you go on. Um, it, and like Maelia says, in the Hispanic generation, especially, I mean, you just don't talk about mental illness is not real. You get over it, you know, shake it off, you know, get through it. Uh, but I think this generation, they put everything on, everything's on social media. They talk about it. So more and more people are saying, hey, wait a second. I recognize those symptoms. Wait, I feel that way too. And then they're, they're sharing their story. Yes, definitely. I totally agree with that. And I'm wondering what resources have you found to be the most helpful in finding information on how to deal with depression and anxiety? And did you use some of those resources for your book? Actually, in our book, we have a section that's for parents, and it just has a list of things that parents can do. And then we also have a section that gives resources where parents can turn to, to look for information. But social media right now on the internet, you can find so much information. For example, Maelia's... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, you can use podcasts. I love looking up YouTube, um, <laughs> YouTube videos. That's kind of in my source. But you also have to be careful because the internet is also filled with, you know, not accurate information. And I do have a nonprofit with my best friend. We are official Texas nonprofit called Mental Monarchs, where we post on our website um, helpful resources and articles that help people who are seeking help or just struggling with any kind of mental illness. And then there's, of course, the the National Alliance on Mental Illness, NAMI, which has a national brand and also has local chapters. And uh, to look stuff up about children, I also looked into the Anxiety and Depression Association of America and then also local resources. In our area, for example, you can seek help at the Behavioral Hospital Renaissance and South Texas Behavior. There's a lot of places locally that you can also ask for help. Even UTRGV has a counseling center that doesn't mm-hmm. charge, Yeah, that is free to people that can't pay for a therapy. And also books. There's tons of books about depression. And I like going to Barnes and Noble and just kind of staying there and checking out some self-help books as well as psychology books and reading up on that. I kind of just skim through, not skim through, but I look at what chapter I would benefit from reading from. And then I, I buy it after that. I'm like, oh, I really like this, like after the first chapter I read. So books have helped me a great amount of how dealing with anxiety and depression and what I should do. Yeah, and Maelia, if I can ask you, I noticed at one of the pageants you competed in, you you know, you announced that you struggled with anxiety and depression. And I was wondering, was that the first time you had ever put that out there or had yes. you or talked to your parents about it? How did that happen? Well, I, my parents always knew about it since high school because they obviously saw it with me. You know, we kind of both experienced it, but that was the first time I ever spoke to it out in public. I didn't even know I was going to speak about it so publicly. Like I did talk to the judges about it in my personal interview, but once, you know, the onstage question was there, I just, I don't know, it just came out of my mouth. But I'm so glad it I did because that kind of just kickstarted everything else for me. And now that I have a nonprofit and I'm being able to share information and knowledge as well as like talking to other people about it, especially young kids. I think it's going to be really great for them. I think it liberated yeah. you. It did liberate me. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it felt like it. I, I think sometimes when you're dealing with that, when it first hits you, it's so overwhelming and you don't, to a point, you don't even, 
you wonder what are people going to think if they know that I have this, you know, I, I, you I don't think, want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. at that point in my life, I felt like I didn't, I don't really care what people think right. about me, you know, like that's mm -hmm. not my business. Like that's fine. Everyone has their own opinion about themselves, but I was like, this is my journey and like, this is who I am. So. Right. And this happened to me. And yeah. Then, yeah. Now, but the, yeah. We were sitting in the audience though. And when they asked her, we all went like, <gasps> we gasped because <laughs> she, her experiences with depression and helped her become the woman that she is today. And it made her stronger and it had men. And honestly, I got teary eyed because only my husband and I, and, and, you know, very few family members knew her and her close friends knew her struggles. But, yeah. but I think it made her you know, it made you also just say, you know what? Maybe this yeah. is my calling, right? Yeah, it honestly yeah. made me realize like this is what I'm supposed to do. Like I've always been a little bit confused. Of course, it comes with depression and anxiety, but of what my purpose was. And I kind of just felt like that's exactly what was meant to happen and why I went through so much. Yeah, exactly. I just admire that so much that you just said it you know and you put it out there and my next question if you could give advice to someone who you know doesn't know how to say that they're struggling with depression or anxiety what kind of advice can you give them or what can you tell them to maybe ask for help or what's some advice you would have for them I feel like they should know that there's nothing wrong with getting the help that you need but take your time like it's not something that should be rushed and a lot of people feel like they need to get help. It takes one step to get there. And a lot of people, you know, kind of back out, but you will get there. And once you get there, you're going to love it because you're going to learn so much about yourself and about how you can figure out your triggers and kind of deal with everything you're going through. Because I feel like it'll always be a part of you, but you'll just learn how to live with it. Yeah. And also exactly. asking for help. And asking questions research right. you know mm -hmm. even starting up conversations you don't have to flat out admit it like just be like oh a friend of mine is going through this what do you think like you know kind of like <laughs> kind of figure out like mm -hmm. how to start a conversation with someone without telling them it's about you yeah <laughs> but like even talking about it just small little talks about those subjects i feel like would help and then feel like that'll open up more conversation for them to feel that they can open up all the way and accepting that you have a problem. Yes. I think that, yeah. that's also, you know, a lot of people just, they don't want to deal with it. They don't want to take their medication. In our book, Chickadee goes through that. Chickadee doesn't want to eat. Chickadee doesn't want to take her medication. You know, she gets a little upset when her mom tells her she can't go <laughs> and play until she eats all her food. Because when you're suffering with anxiety and depression, you're not hungry. You don't feel like getting up. You don't want, and you need somebody mm -hmm. to give you that loving nudge. And you can ask Maelia. Yeah. I know she was annoyed with me at times. <laughs> I would say like, I mean, you have to eat, you know, you have to get up, yeah. do this. You know, I would, come on, let's go with to the mall. Let's go to a movie. Let's go do this, you know, to get her going. And most of the time, once she got going, she felt better. Yeah. It, it's a, you know, it's a process. It's a process that, it, like our book, like Little Chickadee in our book, getting better takes resilience, it takes patience, it takes self-compassion, and being surrounded by people who can encourage you and listen to you when, when you share your feelings. And sometimes with parents, I know that as a mom, I wanted to fix it. I wanted to make her better. And I learned through this process that I could not fix the situation, I could not do anything, Maelia had to do it. Mm -hmm. All I could do was support her, be there for her, 
you know, nudge her every once in a while, you know, love her, but it's a process, you know, it, it, she's the one that had to find that strength. And, yeah. and, you know, and I want to mention one last thing. Like, I feel like now, like, since everything is kind of online, it's sometimes easier to talk to strangers than it is talking to someone that you personally know. So definitely recommend like trying to look online um, for someone you can talk to or something like that. Because I feel like um, people are more comfortable, you know, when they're not face to face sometimes and they're more honest and vulnerable. Definitely. Well, thank you for sharing that. And the last question I have, where can the book be purchased and how can someone order a copy of it? We will have copies in mid-February. We're going to have our book set up on our website so that we can do pre-orders. But the launch of the book will be in the spring. And in the spring, it'll be available in our website at familylifeandfindinghappy.com, on mentalmonarchs.com, and it will also be on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and BooksAmillion.com. So it's going to be everywhere. You can basically, we'll be able to buy the book anywhere. Awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Mujeres in the Know podcast. And thank you again, Maria Luisa and Maelia, for taking time to be on this podcast and share with the listeners more about your book. We can't wait to read it. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And remember, please stay safe out there. Cuidado, por favor. Until next time, it's Natalie here. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Adios.